0: Welcome friends to the Life on Purpose podcast. I'm so excited to start my third season with you. This year we are focusing on the word confidence, how to get more of it, and where we are currently seeking it. The goal is to bring you some incredible conversations that will provide you with newfound wisdom, guidance, and resources. And on this third season of Life on Purpose podcast, We want to keep you inspired and remind you that everything you are looking for is on the other side of fear. It is my privilege, as always, to be a part of your journey to living with courage, hope, and confidence this year. And the beginning, we all know, to living with confidence starts with recognizing what is keeping us stuck. And for a fun, quick way to get started, hop over to my website at amydebrecht.com and take my quiz, Are You Stuck in Your Comfort Zone?, you can also access other free resources while you're there, or grab a copy of my book, *Embolden*. Enjoy. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys?
1: My name is Mom.
0: <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Life on Purpose podcast. This morning, I have the privilege of talking to my two sons, Ethan and Sam which is a rare occasion, number one, getting them to speak at all and being on the podcast today. So welcome, guys. (laughs) (laughs) They're awkward and (laughs) completely giggly because this is something that they absolutely do not want to be doing right now. But all that to say, we are going to be piggybacking off of the conversation I had earlier this month with Bethany Jett, And uh, her book, Navigating Minefields, which talks about raising boys. So I thought it would be most fitting to talk to you two today about raising boys from a boys or young men's, I shouldn't say boys perspective, and um, how that has been for you two. So well, we'll start with like the basic things. Obviously, there's differences in raising boys and girls. So what would you guys say? Now, be nice here. Um, the biggest difference that you've seen both of you, and you'll e- each have a chance to answer on ra- raising <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big <notch. laughs> the biggest difference that you both have experienced between me raising the girls, dad and I raising the girls and raising you boys. Do you think there's any like double standards or what have you guys experienced? What would you say? So you guys don't have double standards You're
2: good parents. I don't know. You guys don't, you don't treat us differently.
0: Okay. Well, so let's say, let's, let me help you out. So let's start with like discipline. Is there any difference in the way we've disciplined you guys as as opposed to the way we've disciplined the girls? Do you say we're harder on the boys, harder on the girls? It
2: depends on usually the parent. I think it's usually, it depends on the parent that's
0: disciplining wise what would you say first of all who would you say is the bigger disciplinarian me or dad mom mom i already knew you were going to say that (laughs) um and would you say the same is true for the girls Uh,
1: yes yeah
0: yeah yeah okay so what would you say as far as
2: there's differences though between how you this like strictness on like it's the same level of strictness but it's a different way of talking i think to the boys versus the girls not in like a right okay so but it's easier i don't know you i feel like you don't pull as much maybe personal experience when talking about stuff with us but maybe you can get more personal with the girls but you yeah do a pretty good job but i feel like looking into or i guess understanding stuff that we have questions about
0: well no i think that that's a valid point i can't totally relate it's easier for me to talk to the girls about stuff So with you guys, what would be, would you say your advice for mothers to approach sons on hard topics? Like, what would you say is the best, like right in the thick of things when things are going on? Or what would you say if like something's going on or something went on, what would be the best time for moms to approach their sons?
1: Definitely the day after something happened.
0: Yeah. I
2: think that's um, a lot more helpful because sometimes it gives room to I guess think about things before you kind of go into it and talk about it.
0: So, so think you guys thinking about it or us also pausing both. and thinking about so it. So I think yeah. it's
2: easier when you come together and most of the time, even when if it's with dad or whatever, to just come together with a discussion when you already have something you want to talk about. Or it's easier to talk if we both have the same mindset since we can't connect on every single thing because maybe I'm a guy and you're a girl and there's a difference. But You can still manage. I think it's easier to still talk one-on-one the day after.
0: Right. Well, I think that's true because then you're also not as upset. Yeah. You you don't say things that necessarily you don't mean. And then also I think if everybody has time to kind of reflect on it, it's a better conversation all the way around.
1: Everyone's feelings have settled down and everyone's had more time to think about it. Yeah. I think you're
2: more willing or you're more in the mood to talk about it and get over it than maybe argue about it.
0: Right. Well, that's true. I think that that's that's a good point. The day after. Also, how um, I know that we did this, obviously, and you guys always used to laugh about it, but apologizing was a big thing in our household growing up. So you guys would wrong each other. You do something. And of course, when you're little, it's all little like innocent stuff, but we always made you guys apologize. And so describe to the listeners how I, what the process was for dad and I in having you guys Apologizing to each other and what that looked like.
1: <laughs> mom used to have us. um We have to go say sorry then, and then give each other a hug, even though we.
2: <laughs> it was the most stiff hug you could <laughs> ever give, and you know you you really didn't want to mean it, but you had to at least put it on <laughs> in definitely front of did, mom and dad. Definitely
1: didn't mean it at all at the time. <laughs> it was but... a stiff, hard hug, but... right?
0: But what if I, what if you guys did that quick apology? What would I oh yeah, and do? you
2: couldn't either. You couldn't just say sorry and walk in your room <laughs> because then you'd hear a pair of footsteps behind you so it really had to be like a a nice thought out apology <laughs> or
1: at least pretend yeah and make you have- something up until the next day then you'd probably go in private go apologize to your sibling oh, because yeah. you eventually feel bad yeah but definitely not not at the time
0: well, that's good to know that at least it came to you in the next day or two. But yeah, yeah I wanted it to be more of you had to make eye contact.
2: <laughs> I, yeah. I remember oh, you had to look at the, other person, look at the other
0: person. There's something... And then they were smirking or
2: so <laughs> excited for you to apologize because you know it hurt.
0: Yeah. Well, you had to make you have you had to feel the pains of looking at someone in <laughs> the eye, which I do think and you know that you guys are older now that you're entering into adulthood. Don't you see actually the benefits of that, of having to look somebody in the eye? There's a difference there. You have to, you know, being accountable to somebody else and not just being, you know, blowing it, blowing it off. um, People have a lot more respect, I think, for that. Um, That's Uh, funny. That's funny. Um, Well, what would you say as far as dating? I know you guys absolutely hate it when I bring up like, you know, who's interested in who, or, and even if it's not directly related to you, because it's different talking to girls, like you had said before, I think it's more of a natural question and conversation, but what was the biggest thing that you guys did not like about those conversations just in Mm -hmm. general?
2: I think for the most part, you guys were pretty good at it. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I don't think you ever said anything too awkward because i feel like you would be more or like you'd be trying to be aware that you're not saying like i feel like you would try and not say something
0: awkward mm, well,
2: that's so good. or at least in that sense but there were like i don't know a couple times or maybe it was just an interesting time to bring it up but also when i'll you're gonna talk about <clears> it
0: <throat> yeah so. well some people are harder to get through than others sam debrick
2: it's always the Whoa. quiet car rides that are
0: The best moments for moms. The best moments
2: for moms, but the ones we expect.
1: Yeah, definitely car rides alone is fun. You know, mom is (laughs) gonna say something, or (laughs) or you know, you can ask something, but you don't want to, and you know, mom's gonna bring it up anyways. Yep. (laughs) So you sit the whole car ride just waiting for other
2: one of you to say something. Pretty much
1: waiting. Actually, coming up with your response because (laughs) you know mom is gonna bring it up. Yeah.
0: So do you think the car ride is a good place? Yeah. I
1: think the car ride, the it's, random car ride yeah. coming from or going anywhere.
0: It's either of them. Why is that the most relaxing environment? Do you guys think?
1: No one, I don't know. No one else is there. And um, uh,
2: I like that. It's no one else is there because I don't think anyone's listening. Usually us you not we're in trouble talking. in the car. Yeah. So. No one's usually purposefully listening but there's a lot of people in the house so whether it's a dog or a, another person coming in and coming yeah. in on it I feel like it's harder I would say being in the car and then also like coming into your room and something yeah. like it's usually like when everyone or like Addie's at, at school or like something You usually just know when the times are at this point. Like now I know if we have something to talk about, I know when we'll probably talk about it. Yeah. Like when, or someone's gone and we're in in the car.
0: I think to your point, when you have a large family, which we have four kids, it's hard to have moments of privacy Mm -hmm. and and private conversations. So I've always thought the car ride was good to kind of get you guys one-on-one because I think it's more an easier progression to get, you guys to open up and have some kind of a conversation that normally, number one, you'd either be distracted by or number two, like you said, not have the privacy to even want to have the conversation. So that's interesting.
2: Also, I think, uh, one of the easiest thing about the car rides is that even if there's not like a specific end to the conversation, sometimes it's hard to wrap up Mm-hmm. A conversation, whether it's easy or not, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, So, being able to go to somewhere, and usually we're going into the doctors, or you know, whatever. Usually, it's me going into the doctors, but um,
0: it's yeah, usually it's like, like yeah, it, like yeah.
2: it just naturally ends without having. You're like,
0: oh, ends. good. This is the yeah, <laughs> this <laughs> so is even, our exit. Even <laughs> if it's like whatever,
2: <laughs> you, yeah, like you know, you're whatever. So you know,
0: there's going to be an ending. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so last question, and then I'll let you guys go. But what would you say is the best advice that dad or I have given you this far into your adult, early adulthood
2: as young, would, as
0: young men, as young men?
2: I'd say for me, it would be, which I hate saying, <laughs> find your niche. My mom always says find <laughs> your niche, but now she changed it to find your niche. But you always said, find your niche, which I always thought was cool. Cause I think I always had a pretty good idea of what I wanted to do. So I think you always saying to, you know, find your niche or whatever helped me a lot to just, or I guess decide really like, I guess I just, I used to that.
0: say that. And I used to say, don't waste. What
2: My God gave you the gift. God gave you. Yeah. That was a, that was a big car. ride one mm-hmm. usually on the
0: way home. Don't waste the gifts. God gives has given you. What about mm-hmm. you, Sam? And what the is the best advice?
1: Oh, whenever we went places, you'd say, remember who you are.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. When you drop us off.
0: Mm -hmm. That still makes me teary. Yeah. To remember who you are. Does that mean what is that? What does that mean? Something? Well, when you say when you say going somewhere, though, you mean like when you're leaving the house,
1: Uh, Yeah, leaving the house more to go out. Yeah. Go out to like a party or someone's house or anything like that.
0: Yeah. Like what does Um, remember who you are mean to you?
1: Um, just kind of like remember where we came from and um, our morals and oh, yeah. what we believe in. Yeah. And not let anything change that wherever we go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause it's hard. Don't you think it's hard? Mm-hmm. You leave the house and there's a lot of distractions. Yeah. It's easy to forget. Even if you know all of that, it's easy to get kind mm-hmm. of off your game. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and kind of get sucked in. Yeah. Um, well, I think this was a good conversation I appreciate you guys having it with me. Hmm. I think you guys did a good job. Um, no, you didn't have a lot of <laughs> clubs. Um, is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap up? What do you think? Is there any other advice that you would give other parents about talking to their sons? Or what would you say is, the, like I said earlier, what would you say is the, the, the best takeaway or one thing that you would want to live by as a young adult male? being out on your own that we've given you what what's one piece of advice besides remember who you are
1: uh don't miss the don't miss the special your chance for the the car ride with your son
2: Mm. yeah Yeah.
1: i think those are always the easiest and the best times to talk to Mm.
2: yeah i'd say if you want it to be um a a more of a meaningful conversation i think privacy is i think the most important because it just it feels a lot nicer, especially in a bigger household to just be able to say what you want and know no one's listening. Right. I mean, you could say what you want and always think, you know, someone could be outside the door. So maybe just look for areas with more privacy. And
0: Well, and I think trust, you know, we all have to trust each other. And if something is supposed to be in confidence, then that's where we leave it. So, well, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys being on and I'm excited to air this. I hope that some young men listening will find some new insight. Thank you for having us. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye mom's
1: book. Bye
2: mom.
0: Yeah, bye mom's book. Yeah,
2: bye mom's book. And shout out to Abby the dog.
0: Well, that's it for us today, friends. If today's episode or any other episode has left you feeling encouraged and inspired, please consider rating, reviewing, or subscribing to Life on Purpose with Amy Debrick from your favorite listening platform. The mission, as always, of Life on Purpose is to meet you where you are, but not leave you there. And let you know that although fear is normal, courage gets the final say. See you next time.